Ooh, I'm going to read your fortune. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the Discover Virginia Beach podcast, where we set out to discover, define, and do exactly what it is you're looking for in the Virginia Beach area. Whether you're a local or a tourist, this show is meant to enable you to check out everything that Virginia Beach has to offer, which is the whole theme of season two. Today, we are joined by Kat. Stegman. Hey, Kat. And we have a super special episode up ahead because we're actually at the site of the um, facility that she owns for Escape to Win. Um, She's a premier game master and has a lot of wonderful things happening here at the facility that we're going to get a behind the scenes look at. So definitely, if you're listening to the audio version, go and check out the video version (laughs) as well. Kat, welcome to the podcast. Hello, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Wonderful. Well, we appreciate you accommodating us here at your facility. And before we get into the business side of things, we'd love to hear from you. Where um, are you originally from and what got you to stick around here in the Virginia Beach area? So where I'm originally from is everywhere. I've lived in 13 states, 37 homes. So I'm from everywhere. But I came here um, and in 2016, I uh, was living in Charlotte and Um, kind of fell in love with the escape room world. So when I came here and found this, um, I kind of fell in love and it motivated me to keep attachments to Virginia Beach. (laughs) I I love that, Kat. And what prompted the moving around? Was it military specific? Everybody guesses that. So my husband was military, but that only, I think we've only moved three or four times with the military. Um, Outside of that, I just have a gypsy soul. I love seeing new things and meeting new people and trying new adventures. That's so interesting. So uh, you said 37? 37 homes, homes in 42 years. What was your, um, what, what's one of the places that stood out to you that you lived? That Flagstaff. maybe Flagstaff? Mm-hmm. Okay. Flagstaff, Arizona is where my heart is still. <laughs> what, what, what was it about Flagstaff that stood out to you? Probably just that that was my formidable years. I lived there as a teenager and into college. So that was just really um, impactful in my life and has very cherished memories there. Love it. Love it. And it's especially nice to have those formidable moments too. And a lot of the folks that are listening to this podcast are either thinking about making some more memories visiting here mm-hmm. or are currently living here and looking for more things to do with the family, Absolutely. with the friends, just to really immerse themselves in a new experience. And in the Kat, right place. <laughs> you have this really cool story of how you got started, but I'd love to know the origin for you. Sure. Was were you always interested in escape rooms and trying to like lock yourself in somewhere and get out? <laughs> or was that something that you kind of caught on later? You know, you know, tell us, tell us more about sure, how you got interested sure. in escape rooms. So my husband and I are major um, board gamers slash puzzlers. Like okay. we like a challenge. We like to have to think things through. And um, so that's how we kind of got started there. Um and then I think it was for my birthday, 2016, he booked an escape room. I didn't even know what that was. I'd never heard of it before. How old were you whenever he booked um, it? Uh, 2016. Tw- 2016. <laughs> the maybe? year The year in 20 is 2016. That's okay. That's okay. Not um, trying to out you on your age here, no, but just I think trying it was to. 35. Because escape rooms are relatively newer trend. Right. You know, kind of started mm-hmm. in the you know early 2010 era, right. right? Where they became more prominent. So 2016. Yes. You're exposed to your first uh, escape room. First escape room in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, it was they they told us you're picking the hardest room. You only have three people. The minimum is four. We're like. We're puzzlers. We are, <laughs> this is a breeze. We're going to be fine. Yeah. And we went in, and it was a very interesting experience in that 
it was completely pitch black. We were given like faulty um, flashlights on purpose. Like that was part of the game where you Ooh. would, it would like click in and out. And um, we see these like glow in the dark arrows. And it was just like a deep dive into what are we doing? This sure. is crazy. Sure. Um, and then we felt like we were doing really, really well. And I am very competitive. So I was like, don't anybody ask for help. We've got this. And right. Yeah. As, as you are as a, as a gamer, you know, right. and as a, as a puzzle <laughs> crafter, you want to be able to figure it out on your own. Absolutely. That's why I'm here to challenge myself. And we got done with it. Did not escape. I said, but we were close right. And they're like, you weren't even a third of the way through the game. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. But I was completely hooked from that moment. And I left going. We need to do this. We need to make our own escape rooms. This is so cool. What was it about the escape rooms that got you hooked? Was it um, was it the challenge or challenge was it just the, sure. the unpredictable nature of the people you're working with? Sure. So um, I think that the thing I liked the most is that um, you can use narrative and puzzles together. And I, I'm big in stories. I love it. So coming in and having a, a mission that's specific to the decor in the room and that kind of thing is uh, what drives me. So I like having a great story, a great mission, um, and then the puzzles that that tell the story along the way. Um, and the, the idea of that being a possibility is so cool to me. That's, I think, what drew me in. Wow. Yeah, it's that's, that's so fascinating, too, because you don't really think of escape room as a... It's basically its own game. Right. It's, it's its own board game come to life. Right. So for those people who are maybe on the fence about escape rooms or like not really sure what they are, would you mind sharing? Because I know a lot of people are gamers in this community. Is there a game that is, is similar to um, to the way escape rooms are? Is there a game sure. you can think of as an example? Um, so it's kind of... Depending on the storyline, I guess kind of like a, a whodunit uh, clue. There are a lot of escape room tabletop games that people bring home. They do escape in the box. Um, so there are a lot of those. Um, I think one of the popular ones is Exit Game. Exit Game. Maybe. Oh, exit maybe. Games. That's okay. Yeah, sure. Check, check Google search Something. Exit Games. <laughs> um, but um, any... Anything that's you're just trying to solve, like I feel like Clue, like trying to figure out who done it, where did they do it, right? And like uncovering things. Time Stories is a big one um, for me. That always reminds me it's kind of like an escape room. Um, but I think one thing that people misunderstand about escape rooms, they think they come, they're coming in, they're physically being locked in a, a space, and they have to stay in that space for an hour. And it's a very stressful thing. We try to take the stress out of it, unless it's like. We do have an experience that's supposed to induce stress. Like it's, sure. the attic is supposed to be scary. Um, but most of our experiences are very family friendly. We are not actually locking you in. The door does remain unlocked at all times. You are welcome to step out should you need to for any reason. So, Well, that is probably a relief <laughs> for those of you thinking, oh, my friends are going to lock me in this room and I don't really like them that much because they're taking me somewhere I'm not very comfortable with and I can't get out. So that is great to know for people who maybe on the fence about it. So go ahead. I was going to say one other thing is that um, back in 2016 when I started, it was almost unheard of to have private experiences, but COVID kind of swapped all of that and um, rewrote the story. And so most escape rooms, including our own, we keep all of our bookings private so that only you and the people you're comfortable with are in the experience. So you don't oh, have to worry gotcha, about strangers gotcha. coming in with you and 
being uncomfortable in that way. That's right. Because before, I think it was basically you got cut. It's like laser tag. You get paired up with random people. Right. You might have a little kid or like a t really tall giant person that's yes. a big target. You know, so it's all of those different variables. Absolutely. So you guys have simplified it. It's all online. Yep. So we still have like a max. It used to be, you know. We're going to book this place for up to six people. If you have two, we're going to use four other people to fill in that space. Now, if you book for two, it's just your two. Oh, wow. That's nice. And it provides an intimate setting as well. So, Kat, you started and you tried your first escape room. You fell in love with it. Yes. Walk us through the early time. What sure. was the process for you and how you really crafted the story and narrative behind Escape to Win? Sure. So um, I started, we had been moving around a bit. So anytime we would move to a new location, I would get to know the um the leaders in the industry. So I, I am really good friends. Actually, Exit Games comes to mind because there is an Exit Games in um, Wilmington that okay. started, that then moved to Clearwater, Florida. So people who are interested in escape rooms, check them out. But um, that uh, I don't think that's the name of the card game, actually, now that I think about it. More, <laughs> that's okay. It's not the same. But um, so I got to know some other owners in the industry that were very positive influences and very helpful and like, real about the challenges and the um, benefit of doing it. Um, and it took a little while. And when we moved to Virginia, um, this was actually already established. And this room right here is the one that my family came in and we did. And I was blown away and I left going, I want to do something with this, this franchise, this place, whatever this is, this is what I want to be involved in. So I asked to speak to the owner and I was like, I will just volunteer like to whatever you need. I want to be a part of it because this is my future. Like I want to own an escape room and yours is what I like. Not, not knowing I would be an owner here. I just wanted to own an escape room somewhere. And I wanted to, um, I was very impressed with how he did it here. So, so you like, just volunteered. Yeah. So that's how it started. But that wow. was in September of 2021. And by February of 2022, I was owner. So, um, I bought in and, uh, created an escape room called the attic and we're doing our now third one since I came on board in the summer of 20 or well we opened the first one in the summer of 2022 so now we have coming up to six experiences so, gotcha. so how how long have you been with the con that, that doesn't seem like a whole lot of time for yeah. everything that you're putting together with you know not only yeah. connecting with myself <laughs> but also the premier attic experience which um Spoiler alert, if you haven't already heard, don't go check out the video of this podcast later on if you're listening to the audio because we're going to be exploring that and also giving some uh, behind-the-scenes look. Um, but, Kat, before we get into that, um, I'd love to know for you, were there any any challenges you you faced with, you know, just trying to figure out the space in general and also how to, you know, craft a story? Because, unfortunately, they don't build buildings for escape rooms. They oh, build them yeah. for either houses that had small families or, right. you know, in tiny garages or spaces that are kind of awkward, like with broom closets and stuff. Or office. How do you, or office spaces <laughs> like this. What is, was there any challenges you faced and what process did you find worked best for you to really craft and hone in on the limited space that sure. you, were, you know, had access to? Sure. So, um, Figuring out, like, my original layout, for example, for the attic um, had to be completely altered because feasibly we couldn't do a three-foot walkway in the space that we needed. And so I was like, okay, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? So calling in somebody who was familiar, um, he came in as a volunteer and helped me kind of visualize, okay, what are sure. we going to do? Do you mind sharing who came? No, his name is Joe Daigle, and he's amazing, and I... 
so much appreciate him and, and his whole family. Like Shout out to Joe Daigle. <laughs> Joe Daigle. Um, and Barb and Michael and um, Randall even came out. Like They all were super helpful. So they had the experience and they came out to show me like, this isn't actually going to work, but we will still make your dream come true. Sure, um, sure. It was really important to me that I have um, steps to make it feel like an attic. Um, but we had this drop-down ceiling going on in that space. So removing all of that, like, I didn't even know I would be allowed to do that. I didn't know. And so it was, like, an, a very exciting um, challenge, but very exciting to see how we can manipulate the space that we have without drilling extra holes and without having to mess up what's here, but enhance it and make it work with our space. What a process. And you made it happen. I mean, the attic is, I mean, from what we saw already is is phenomenal. (laughs) I wouldn't have known that you had to, you were very practical with, with the way in which you manipulated the room to really bring in this experience. Mm-hmm. And, and you've branded yourself, I mean, as a fully immersive escape room. Can you share with us what that looks like through the lens of a guest who books an escape room with you all that may not uh, have, have been with you before? Sure. So one thing we're really proud of is we try to make, um, from the moment you step in, you are transported to a completely new um setting a new experience, a new story. So whether you're choosing to step aboard a spaceship or step into a, an old manor or into your creepy attic, um, you feel like you are in that, truly in that space. Um, and we're very proud because we feel like that is actually happening for our guests. And um, from our reviews, we do hear that quite a bit, that I felt like I was standing in an attic in, you know, in my old house. <laughs> it's very cool to hear it. And what, what great feedback to hear too. Right. Like you're like, we're nailing it. We're going to keep doing mm-hmm. it and get your, get tweaking it up as yeah, you go. Know, right. Definitely encouraging for future builds to hear that people are enjoying what we've put together so far. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And so whenever, um, you look back, how many escape rooms have you conducted? I know you've, you said you've, you've got interested, you played them, but since you've been starting here, all the escape rooms together, do you have a, a ballpark number of how many you've executed so far? How many I have done myself or how many I've played? How many you have uh, created. Uh, created yourself? Okay. Yes. So I have done the, um, we opened Scene of the Crime, which I came in, it was uh, pretty well done already. I came in and assisted with the end and like helped with the puzzle flow. Um, so that was my first jump in. Attic was 100% mine um, from ground up. So that one was my biggest challenge. Um, I had a lot of misnomers of what exactly, for example, I put in entirely antiques into an escape room. And anybody who's done an escape room knows that's a mistake. Um, oh, I yes. didn't realize that in the first month I would be replacing all of the items because they all broke very quickly. I thought, oh, it's been around for 100 years. Surely it'll last. No, no, it did not. <laughs> so that was a mistake I had to learn along the way. So now that we are doing our sixth room here, but my third room to be involved with okay. is um, the Houdini heist. And we have learned from some of my past mistakes and then you know obviously James who is my co-owner he was responsible for the original three that are here um the lunar lockdown the ghostly encounter and the yeah yeah okay well thank you for sharing that with this cat and I, I definitely wanted to get a feel for like what you've done so far because a lot of people especially when they kind of like work for their passion, mm-hmm. it can kind of feel more like a job as opposed to the hobby now. So have you really felt the pull between the hobby and the job? Sure. And, and in what ways? 
Sure. So um, I still absolutely love what I do. I think my biggest challenge is now we've relocated because surprise, that's what we do. Um, we now live back in North Carolina. And so one of my biggest challenges is that I'm not living here. So I do drive six hours to come out to help build a, a room. Sure. Um, so I think that's the hardest aspect that I've recognized. I love my um, staff and I love uh, our customers. So one of my favorite things and the thing that I miss the most about living locally is interacting daily with other people. I love people. So I think for me, a, um, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is not just because I love creating stories and I love creating puzzles, but I love to entertain and, and um, interact with people. And so that part has felt more job-like to deal with it over computer versus in person sure so. sure yeah and i could definitely see that i mean driving six hours but you know you you are so passionate about it. you want to immerse people in this experience and it's a drive like you got to yes. do it <laughs> so it sounds like you still enjoy it and still have fun 100 percent, 100 percent. that's awesome to hear and that's awesome to hear when you when you go somewhere you want somebody who is immersed in the experience like you're trying to get yeah. uh the you know when you go sign up for an escape room you want to immerse yourself right um so when it comes to the escape, let's say for the attic, for example, are there any storylines or script or pieces of material that you share with the guests? Um, do you call them guests? So players or players. Yeah. What, what do you what do you typically share with the players? So, for example, for the attic, um, they know that they are coming in because they have actually called us for help. We are um, at a paranormal investigation team and we are there to check their attic for them but we also need them involved because the spirits seem particularly interested in speaking directly with them so we have asked them to come into the attic and help us see what we can gather from the spirits because they've had a lot of activity and we want to get to the bottom of it okay okay so they get all that uh, all that information on the front end correct right. and then how many lifelines do they get? Let's say at the hardest, let's say at the hardest level, how sure. many lifelines can you get? Okay, so one thing that I feel is pretty unique to us is um, we we want to scale our experience for the, the guest in a way that um, is fitting for them because we do have groups that come in never done an escape room before, very intimidated by the entire process and right. don't yeah. know what they're doing. So we have that. Um, or we have the people who've done this is my 300th room and they don't want any help. So we decided to cater um, to each group by offering a system where we have one uh, level offers. We will watch your progress. And if you start slipping behind, we're going to nudge you um, discreetly and not obviously, but um, we'll keep you on the right path to make sure you get the entire experience. And we have um, a middle range where, you know, we'll help you if you ask for help, um, but we'll kind of nudge you if we see that you're really falling behind and you're probably not going to escape. Then we'll give you a at least a, hey, would you like some help now? Right. Um, and then we have option three, which is definitely more like what I want when I go to an escape room, which is don't interrupt my escape for any reason at all. I will ask for help if and when I need it, but sure. don't interrupt. So um, we offer all three of those experiences because we do have a very wide variety. We want to make sure that everybody gets the experience they're paying for. We want them to be happy with their... So unlimited is the answer. We do not limit our hints, no matter what group you pick. Really? Okay. That's really fascinating because I think the stereotype for a lot of escape rooms is like, 
you, uh, you know, you're stuck. You know, like, can I get some help? And they're like, you have two, you have two helps left or yes. we've already, you know, just figure it out, you know? And so it's definitely cool to know that like for the attic, for example, you know, you're alongside them. It's a journey. It's an investigation. It's sure. fully immersive. And we really want all of our players to escape. We want them to see because we put our heart and soul from the start to the end. We want them to see the whole experience. Um, but we also want to give them the challenge that they want out of the experience. And if they're just here to see it all, great. But if you're here to be challenged by the puzzles and you don't want us to interrupt, we're happy to accommodate for that as well. I, I, I love that. And that especially as somebody who is not good at escape rooms but thinks he is, and my <laughs> wife who, who dreads going, you know, that's a, that's an encouraging thing to hear for sure. Um, Kat, for um, our listeners, would you mind sharing uh, where your business is located, how many rooms you have? And sure. I know we've kind of touched on the experiences, so maybe just share sure. a few of the upcoming things you have as far as the room uh, changes that we uh, that you got to see, that you got to show me, and that if I tell about it, you know, you'll have to lock me in here. Sure, so. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Um, so we are in Virginia Beach. Uh, we are off of Witch Duck in Cleveland. Um, so the address, do you need the address? Yes, please. Okay, it's 5241 uh, Cleveland Street, and it's Suite 101. So it's the one facing the road. Um, and we have currently five operational rooms. However, the sixth one should launch within the next couple of weeks. So possibly by the time this airs, I'm not sure. Um, but our, uh, you want me to go through each one? Yeah, let's okay. hear it. Let's hear what each one has to offer. Sure. So our Explorers Club was our um, first experience here. And even though it was um, our oldest, it's still, we actually just added a new element to that experience. So we're always updating and keeping up with them. But the Explorers Club is a treasure hunt, um, kind of Indiana Jones themed experience. Okay. Uh, so that um, that is great. And it's good for up to eight people. We can squeeze an extra person or two if we need to, but um, is a great room for a big party. Um, then we had the Ghosty Encounter opened next, and that's this space here. Uh, we recommend this group for around six people. And in this one, you are in, let's say, like a haunted manor feel. Um, it's not it's not meant to be scary. It is meant to be eerie. Uh, and you are trying to solve the mystery of what happened here. Um, then we have Lunar Lockdown, and that is a space-themed adventure. Um, also appropriate for up to six people. And in that one, you are navigating a spaceship back to Earth that is currently without power. So you have to figure out how to restore power and get back to Earth. Um, then we have the scene of the crime, and that is our 1930s uh, film noir detective case. So you are on a mission to stop the tarot killer before he strikes again. And um, that one's fun because it is all in um, grayscale. So it's all black, white, and uh, gray. And then our final experience that we currently have open is The Attic. Uh, it is our horror-themed experience and is recommended for 14 and over. And I did already touch on what that was, um, what the premise of that is. But uh, it is meant to be scary and there are um, jump scares and loud sounds and almost no light in that experience. So it's a little bit different than the rest of our more family friendly. Sure. And then the uh, Houdini heist, we are very excited about. Uh, we have, that is a um, room where you are in the magician's uh, dressing room and you are trying to steal the Houdini, the coveted Houdini journal 
from um, his possession before he comes back from his show he's doing on Wow, that sounds like a whole lot of fun yes. and definitely um, something we will be checking out and we'll try and convince my wife to come. But nevertheless, um, yeah, thank you, Kat, for walking through those and, sure. and sharing those experiences. And I think it goes, it's a testament to not only your creative nature, but also your ability to, regardless of where you're from, where you've lived, you always want to include people in this experience because it is something that is you know, not only family or friend focus, it's community focus as well. So when it comes to, uh, you know, the local community, it, it plays a big part, not only in our business, but also helping bring and keep people together. Sure. What type of community have you seen being built within the escape room arena? And what impact has that community had on the way you conduct your business? Oh, that's interesting. So one thing that um, I absolutely love about our industry is we are, if you are good, we want you in the industry. We we don't compete with each other as like, we need your customers because we all have the same customers. We only have six experiences or five right now. So once they've done all of those, they still want to go and we want them to continue within the industry. Right. So that has been really special, I feel, um, is that we have connected with other area escape room owners and we have a passion to help each other so that all of us are successful to keep the buzz going and keep people excited about the industry. So I feel like that is something that you don't get in most industries. Most of the time you can't partner with all, and we don't like technically partner, but we're definitely constantly encouraging, constantly sending people to sure. other ones in the area that we know are putting their heart and soul into everything they're doing as well. So that's been really fun to, um, and also collaborate like, well, what are you guys doing for Halloween season? Should we like figure out a way to get people to come to both of us and how can we do packages, things like that. So it's been very collaborative in a way I didn't really under, like I didn't anticipate until I was all in. And then I was, wow, all of these owners, I can call them up and they're willing to help me figure out how to do this prop or how to make this key available in a special way. <laughs> sure, sure. And that you don't typically see that type of collaboration across different industries as well, like right. you said. But I guess it makes sense. I mean, it's it's kind of like its own art form in a lot of ways. You know, it's it's a different experience. You're, you guys are using different sets. It's no two rooms are created the same because we no. know how commercial real estate space is. It's mostly for offices <laughs> that are weirdly shaped, you know, which, right. which you use to your advantage for sure. Um, what's been the most valuable guest feedback that you've received from the community that's helped you make your experience just all the more better uh, for everyone? Um, I think, I think one of the main things was just hearing that some people really don't want help and then some people really do. So that in implementing, um, I think last summer is when we implemented the system where we would cater to what each group wants. And sure. I think that that has made a massive impact on the customer experience as a whole, rather than feeling like, um, well, we would have asked for help, but we didn't know we could, or um, right. why didn't you help us when you saw us stuck? Now they all have... Like they understand what, how much help they can get. And we make it very clear as to who's in the driver's seat for that. And that was something that I feel was definitely customer um, feedback led to that. Yeah. Just being able to say, Hey, I need some help. And just right. getting that on the front end. Cause it, it, it can be disappointing when you, when you spend money anywhere, when you go out and you expect certain things sure. or maybe the criteria isn't clearly laid out on the front end. So sure. that, that's awesome feedback for sure. Do you have any memory or an event that stands out to you, Kat, that made you appreciate the escape room community as a whole? Ooh, 
Um, I mean, I just think, well, I, I listen to other podcasts about him. And I just think, again, our community is so um, special in a way that, like, I contact people in Florida and in Boulder, Colorado, that I only met from doing a game at their location when I need help with a puzzle. And I think that that's so cool to be able to say, like, we're all in this together. And right. so I think those regular interactions um, have really made the escape room experience very special. Um, and I think people just don't realize how, how much we're all working together to create and to one-up each other in a healthy way. Sure. Like, yeah. I really want to make this better than what I just loved at your place. So I'm going to do this. And then I want you to come see it because then you're going to want to beat me. And then we're going to do this together. And we're only going to keep climbing the ladder together. And that's been really fun to... My family travels to do escape rooms. So we get to see a wide variety. And it's very fun to, to use that feedback. To I, I love that. That is, that is so cool to see. And, and going back to your uh, comment earlier about... Um, escape room podcast. Mm -hmm. Do you have a couple you'd like to shout out maybe for those looking to dive a little bit deeper into escape rooms in general? Sure. So the uh, reality escape, um, I think that the podcast is just called repod. Um, but with David and Lisa Spira, um, is probably the biggest one in that I'm aware of anyway. Um, and they interview owners and puzzle designers from all over the world. Um, and it's always, very fascinating. Um, and they also do a convention um, once a year. Last year it was virtual. Next year it'll be um, in person again. Okay. Um, and that's a place where vendors and escape room owners from everywhere get together and we uh, kind of discuss. There's workshops and things to help us continue to brainstorm. So that's a great resource for those wow. people. Always, always building each other up, always yes. one-upping each other in, yes. in a nice and creative way. That's mm -hmm. that's exciting. That gets me excited to check out escape rooms. And I hope it is making you excited to check out escape rooms <laughs> as well. Yes, me too. Um, and oh, the only thing more, I'm more excited about is this next section because I know you got to get back to redoing and revamping your sixth <laughs> room. So we're going to transition to our sure. rapid fire section. Oh. Um, Kat, these questions are rapid fire, okay. quick and fast, and feel free to answer it as much or as little detail as you'd like. What is the longest escape room experience that you have ever been a part of? Um, I have done an escape room that was an hour and a half in Florida that was amazing, called Pins and Needles. Phenomenal at Exit Games again. <laughs> awesome. What is one escape room experience or challenge that stumps you the most every time? Um, coming up with a puzzle that is um, good for the person who's never been in an escape room and good for the person who's done 200 of them. Something that's creative and unique without being too hard. Love it. Love it. And I have to ask this question because it's, it's, it's been on the front of my mind ever since I've heard about the premise of locking sometimes strangers or family members in a room together. Not, not at this facility, <laughs> but you know, their, their, their goal is to stay in the room. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen someone do in oh, an escape Lord. room? <laughs> There's a lot. Um, <laughs> We're happy to hear more than one if you'd like to share whatever you're comfortable with. So even though we are very clear about what doesn't need to happen, we still get regular, like, I think just the other day, somebody took um, boards off of our wall in the attic, like ripping the boards off. To oh, get wow. To things like that happen quite often. Um, I, ha I didn't experience this personally, but I did hear that somebody um, picked up a box and said, I'll get into it and slammed it onto the ground to get the key out. <laughs> did the key come out? Yeah. 
Um, I was in an escape room once with a guy who, like, listened to try to, like, fake the lock and got the last lock open before we got anywhere near. So that's very disappointing. I don't recommend that. Um, And I don't know. It's interesting. I went to an escape room once, um, and I was – we were paired. This was when social – you were constantly with random people, and it was a – First, I believe it was a blind date, and you could tell she was not into it. This is not her atmosphere, and he was all in and so excited, and they just did not, and it was very uncomfortable the whole time. We were all like, she was very clearly angry (laughs) with the date choice. Really? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It was a great room. It was nothing wrong with it, but she it just didn't vibe. So that was an interesting experience, trying to get her on board and make her comfortable uh, when there was clearly some tension there. So I'm yeah. glad we do all private rooms here to avoid those yeah. awkward moments for Absolutely. people. Absolutely. <laughs> Save it for the restaurants. Like, Absolutely. don't lock me in a room with a couple that's never met before. Right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then last one for you, Kat. Favorite movie or book that best um, relates to you in general as far as your um, interest in the escape room experience? Ooh. Um, I honestly have never seen... I, I love scary movies. I've never seen like the saws or like the things that are escape room. I think is one. Those are scary. I've never seen them, um, but I know that that's a, a big escape room thing. I think. Um, oh, I'm gonna go with Clue, the old school Clue. Old school with, Clue. Uh, love it. Tim Curry. Fun times. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the classics and keeping it simple. And uh, Kat, we really appreciate the conversation today. Sure. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, final question for sure. you. And this is just uh, something I'd love to ask just to know how I can do better for our listeners and sure. for you as well. What's one question you wish I had asked that I did not ask? Ooh, um, I don't know what the question would be, but I do wish I had um, talked more about my staff because I feel like we are so blessed to have a staff that cares um, um, immensely about each customer that walks in here. Um, That is one thing we see in almost every single review. Our staff gets called out um, as being passionate and um, thorough and excited for the players. So I'm very proud of our staff. So I don't know how the question would have presented, but I would love to say... That's one thing I wish I had talked about is my staff. Wonderful. Well, thank you to the <laughs> Escape to Win team and uh, Kat, one of the owners here, to uh, give us an opportunity and inside look. And Absolutely. thank you to our dedicated listeners of the Discover Virginia Beach podcast. We are super excited to continue on with season two with some more in-person and also pre um Zoom call related (laughs) interviews to give you a deep dive in exactly everything that Virginia Beach has to offer. So keep an eye out for new episodes and make sure your notifications are turned on. And if you're looking to learn more about what Kat and her team have going on, definitely just check the link out in the description below. And we'd love to invite you to check it out, book your experience and, you know, go get, go escape. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Joe.